0: Season two, episode one. I can't believe we're here already. It seems like just yesterday, season one, episode one launched. I remember exactly how I felt when that day happened. I'm going to shake it up a little this time around. If you haven't heard season one, you have to check it out. You can listen on all the major platforms as well as my website at thefieldseffect.com. You know, the first season, it was just us very intimate. We took our time getting to know each other. But this season, I decided I want to bring some people into our space so they can share their experiences and their perspective with us, because that's what this whole thing is about. Think about it like this. We all want something in life, better relationships, career, self-esteem, quality of life. We want it. And one of the things that plays a big part in us getting that outside of any formal training or therapy or or other things like that is understanding how to navigate through certain situations or certain people so that we can get there. So I'm excited about the guests that are coming. Of course, we won't always agree. Let's get that out there now. The point is to just get exposed to another way of thinking. Make sure you're following me on Instagram or Facebook. I want to say that at The Fields Effect because that's where I'm going to be posting what's coming or who's coming so you can get plugged in that way, okay? So to kick off this season, I wanted to crack into something sensitive that has been a really hot spot for me, and it's spending time doing a lot of talking about what we want out of life versus taking the time to figure out. Or work towards what we actually want out of life. I had to have a very hard conversation with myself about this, and I had to face some things that were difficult for me to say out loud that were preventing me from being honest with myself. Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. I don't know if it's safe to say that we're out of the pandemic, but I do think I can say. We're in a workable place even though we don't all agree with the direction that ev- that you know everything is going we're figuring it out and something that i talk about a lot is that i've seen two groups of people emerge out of this thing i see people that have either become wildly productive you know tightening up their relationships or their finances they're starting businesses prioritizing their health or people that have remained in the exact same place doing the exact same thing. The reason why I use the pandemic as a marker is because it really forced most of us to slow down. We spent more time inside or completely alone than we ever had, and I believe what's come out of that isolation is a lot of thought evolution. And what I mean by that is it's like people have taken the way that they thought about everything and they've completely flipped it on its head and they've opened it up, right? And even though we were shut down, you saw a lot of opportunities emerging and things started to feel very progressive, like more people were migrating online. We had schools, businesses, everything. And it felt like as a society, we started to adopt the thought that there are other creative ways to get things done, and in many cases, those creative ways were more efficient. But as good as I make it sound, I have to say this, full disclosure, when the pandemic hit, I was so anxious, like super anxious. Looking back, I think my drama stemmed from all of the uncertainty of what was going on and me just feeling a complete loss of control you know, over my life or my family's life. I didn't know if I was gonna get sick or worse. The economic uncertainty was stressing me out, and everyone was going crazy, stocking up on everything around me. I remember being in the grocery store, and somebody had four carts in front of me, and I just had this little handheld cart, and I thought, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it. No one really knew what to do, and people were just looking for some leadership or some guidance that they could trust. But they couldn't find it because to be fair this was our first time we were all going through this together and it was just a massive shift for all of us i stopped traveling i stopped socializing in the normal way that i would people were out of work businesses shut down but what i noticed that i did start doing was channeling my energy into myself and really exploring what i wanted i finally became a priority in my life that i hadn't been before my mom always said, you have to be the main character in your life. And you know I entertained it, but it never resonated with me until this moment. And I thought, she's right. I have to be the main character in my life. Because before all of this, I was hosting, I was attending events, participating in stuff that I felt obligated to. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't do it anymore because we're shut down. And I watched myself start to step back. And I would just kind of walk around the house and ask myself, what do you really want? What are you working towards? What is it all for? What are you doing? Do you know what you're doing? And if you're listening to me now and you're thinking, Kimberly, these are basic thoughts. These are things that you should already have locked in. Why are you talking about this right now? I get it, but just ride this out and think about it this way. When you become ingrained in a career, it's so easy to find yourself just going on overdrive day after day after day. You're doing the same thing and just being consumed with that professional responsibility or that strategy that you're working to build your career. Or if you raised a family or you're an integral part of a family right, or a friend group for that matter, And you give so much of your time to that ego, right? Then you end up not having a lot of time to really think about and focus on yourself. I had so much anxiety when we first shut down and I couldn't understand what is my issue. And one day I'm sitting on the couch, I'm staring out into my you know, stress induced space and it just becomes totally clear. The issue was I wasn't where I wanted to be. And this pandemic was making me think the world as I knew it was over and I was out of time and I didn't do it. That was the problem. I didn't take the time to find out what I really wanted to accomplish. I didn't maximize my potential. I didn't leverage my gifts. I didn't contribute the way I wanted to, you know, fully, right? I hadn't done it. And even though I'd always felt professionally accomplished or happy with the way, you know, that I contributed to my family. I knew that I didn't do what I was meant to do because I thought I had time. And they say that the biggest risk that people take for granted, you think you have time. So you don't take action. And I think I may have even used my other successes as a cover to myself, just telling myself, oh no, you're on track, you know, not being fully honest with myself. But once everything slowed down, now I'm I'm sitting still, I'm I'm staring, I'm quiet, I'm in the unknown. I knew when I was alone, I knew that I hadn't done it. I talked about it a lot. I talked about it a lot, but I had not done it. As hard as I'm trying right now to describe it, I can't even describe how it felt. Like I can't even describe how I felt sitting with that, just looking at myself, trying to figure out why. Why did I hold myself back? Or why wasn't I more aggressive? Or why didn't I push myself in this area and not that area? It was just like, everything slowed down and I just felt not great, you know? I didn't feel great and that was the moment that I knew I just, I had to make a change for myself. I had to make the decision to look at everything, at everyone, to just crack it open and ask myself that dreaded question, do my actions align with my words? Which by then, the answer was clear, we know what the answer was. If you can ask yourself that question, If you can ask yourself and look at every aspect of your life, you'll uncover a bunch of hidden pockets where that may not fully be the case. And I think that's what we have to pay attention to, because when we start asking ourselves difficult questions, you know, we always want to we always want it to be favorable, right? So we have a propensity to only pull out the areas where we've been successful and say, yes, of course, my actions align with my words. What are you talking about? And that's the trap. That's the trap that we throw ourselves in. And that's what keeps us from moving forward. If you really want to find out what's holding you back from getting that that thing that you want, you have to start digging into this piece by piece. Have the conversation with yourself. That's what I had to do. Let me tell you, this process for me, it was not easy. Facing the reality of your choices or lack thereof is not easy facing the fact that you might not actually want what it is you've been talking about all this time, facing that is not easy. No one wants to see themselves in that spot. Even if you're having the conversation alone, you might feel embarrassed, even if you're just with yourself by what you have or have not done. You might not be happy you know, with your choices or the way you treated certain situations, but that's why this is so important. By doing this, you give yourself an opportunity to get on track. You give yourself the opportunity to identify what you actually want and then to start working towards it, right? You give yourself the opportunity to change. And I will tell you, just by having these conversations with myself, I started to feel so free. I was free. I was free to say, I'm here, but I wanna be here. I've done that, but I wanna do this. I'm good at this one thing, but that is my calling, that's where I'm supposed to be. When I tell you that feeling is so liberating, listen to my voice, I didn't have to hide under this cover anymore, I didn't have to pretend that I didn't want certain things, I was letting myself go for it, I could just start where I was and I felt confident enough to do it and the reason why is because I was honest with myself and I addressed the issue. So when it comes to your life, your goals, your desires, your dreams, weigh out what you have been saying you want versus what you're actually willing to work for and understand just what really matters to you so that you can figure out what do you need to do to align your words with your actions and your actions with your aspirations, right? I had to recognize that I wasn't spending enough time looking inside myself. And when I slowed down, that just became my main focus i do want to share a couple of things though that really worked for me the first one is make a plan (laughs) actually sketch it out pen to paper something about writing it down makes that commitment feel so much stronger you can't ignore it or it's harder to ignore when it's posted somewhere you know on your door and your mirror somewhere you have to look at it every day i remember in the beginning my phone i thought my phone was the best place for this but i found myself getting comfortable bypassing it like i'm hitting the snooze button or I'm, I'm you know removing a notification or not even looking at it at all so posting it writing it down it just seems more powerful and it seems like it's something that's more in your face that you just can't ignore at least that's what it was for me second thing visualization i had to actually see myself operating in that space, like walking around. What did it feel like? What did I look like? What was I wearing? Just I had to make sure that that was what I wanted. I had to make sure that I could actually see myself there. Once I really started doing this, I wondered, was I afraid to dream too big? I had to look at it. I have have to look at everything, right? Was I minimizing myself because of uncertainty, or lack of belief in my own abilities. Don't be shocked when I say it, because sometimes we are afraid to say what we actually want, because we think it's too big, and we doubt our ability to get there. So you have to say bye-bye to limiting thoughts. Bury them with concrete two times over, so they can't get back to you, right? Don't wait until you feel like you're out of time, because it's a horrible feeling. The last piece Prepare yourself for the distractions because they're coming. Consistency is the hardest part of everything. It's the hardest part of everything that you're gonna do until you fully buy in. Think about it like this. You wanna get in shape, you start working out. In the beginning, it's so hard to get to the gym. You have every excuse in the book not to go. But once you start seeing results, then you lock in. No matter what your day looks like, you are going to work out. Pull that thought When you're thinking about being consistent and you're thinking about putting things off into the next day, just don't do it. Try to be consistent at all costs. I'll leave you with this. The premise of this podcast is to spark thought. I started this journey because I wanted to contribute to people feeling confident and empowered to be who they are supposed to be and to get out of life what they want out of life, which is why I share my journey, because I think it's important for people to hear what in process actually sounds like or what it feels like or what it looks like. We have a ton of experts in our space, but sometimes we just need to have a relatable conversation that pushes us out of our comfort zone. If you heard anything, remember this. It's easy to talk about what you want, but you have to take action to get there. Take actual steps so that you can ensure that your actions align with your goals and that you're actually moving closer to achieving them. Don't just talk about it, be about it. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening. For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at Effect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.